Welcome aboard, guys. This is the first episode ever of Fuck Mondays. I'm Malcolm, and I'm your host. Now, everybody hates Mondays. You know that early morning drag out of bed, traffic seems to be extremely backed up in the morning, and you're running late, nothing seems to be going your way, and you already know how that day is going to be? Everybody's deliberately getting on your nerves, and you just want to punch everybody in the throat. You know that day? Well, welcome to the start of the week, guys. Fuck Mondays. Now, as I said before, my name is Malcolm. I am your host. I previously ran a podcast co-hosted with uh, with a really good friend of mine, uh, felon and a drunk. So some of you guys may be coming from there. Some of you guys may be completely different. But I just want to kind of give you a sense of who I am and my angle on this on this podcast. Fuck Mondays is a movement. All right. The reason why Fuck Mondays is a movement because my end goal is to make sure that everybody that listens to this podcast or every single person that gets in contact with you starts to view Mondays a little bit differently. Now, there's a reason for this because I used to work in the restaurant industry. All right. In the restaurant industry, Mondays were typically our weekends or Tuesdays. Very rarely Sundays, depending on the type of uh, restaurant that you're in. But Mondays usually were the weekends for us. Now, Saturdays and Sunday, I mean, so Fridays and Saturdays never really uh, were an option to be off if you worked in the industry. And that's okay. I did that for about four to six years, somewhere around that time frame. So weekends, holidays, birthdays, I missed out on a lot of those things. Um, even vacations. Um, I was in a pretty uh, good position. I made pretty good money for the for how how old I was and and for what I was doing. And so for six years, um, I just didn't have the time off. So I just got accustomed to never really having the weekends off. I eventually left the business, the restaurant industry. I want to say in about two thousand and seventeen. Um, and I got really big into the, the fitness space. I had a couple of odd jobs in between there and I got really big into the fitness space. And the awesome thing about the transition outside of the restaurant industry was the fact that I no longer had, uh, I never longer had to work the weekends. So it was, uh, it was so different. I remember going out, I think on maybe the Somewhere in between that that first month of me going into a new business, um, going out on a Saturday. No, it was a Sunday brunch. I was down in Fort Lauderdale in South Florida. And I remember looking at every single person that was there. And it reminded me of maybe eight years prior to, to when I didn't work in the restaurant industry. And like me and my buddies would go out Saturday night. And then we'd wake up early morning on Sunday after still being hungover and having a really good time, you know, waking up still half drunk and either going to the beach or going to brunch and then going to the beach or going to brunch on the beach, whatever it was. And I remember looking at all these people and realizing that nothing had changed within the time for me going from into the restaurant industry, outside of the restaurant industry. And I didn't really miss out on a whole lot. I mean, it, it was enjoying, enjoyable to like look at and to see all these people having a really good time. And I think from, from that point on, I realized that I didn't really know what to do with myself when the weekends came. 
So I stuck to what I knew, you know, and I continued to just enjoy my days off, you know. Um, I had to go to work. Um, not necessarily Monday through Friday, but Mondays were usually a busier day for me when we went uh, during fitness, and I only worked part-time hours, but I was still making pretty decent money um, just to get by. I wouldn't necessarily call it decent money, but I realized a lot of things that happened in, in, in 2017. Um, first things first, like I obviously want to be able to share my whole life story, so I am going to give you bits and pieces. Maybe one day I'll sit down and like go and tell you everything that's kind of happened. But I, I started this this mentality movement and it started with myself and it was just to kind of change the perspective of, of what Mondays uh, truly mean. You know, the typical nine to five or eight to six or 10 to seven, the corporate life that predominantly um, the interactions that I've had with people when I spoke about Mondays was never, was very seldom that it was a good experience. You know, the inner, the, the, the conversation about Mondays never was a pleasant talk. It was always, I didn't like my job or I didn't like my boss or I didn't like the people that I work with. Oh, here's Monday again. Got a lot of business to do. I mean, got a lot of work to do and the weekends are over, man. I wish Saturday would be back. And it was just like this never ending vicious cycle. And I started to see it amongst these people that that worked in the corporate America and I just couldn't understand how people can dwell on on a day that they knew or that they knew was coming it comes every week every week every week you wake up on Sunday knowing that tomorrow is Monday we don't ever skip a Monday all right Mondays always come so what I decided is Starting a fuck Monday movement, we need to start embracing Mondays and not accepting it as being the worst day of the week. Come on. I know you guys know better than that. What is the point of fighting something you know that's inevitably um, going to come? There's nothing about Monday that changes the course uh, of your life. Same day. You know, even if we switch Mondays for Tuesdays, then you're going to be like, oh, I hate Tuesdays. But in reality, you just hate that you have to start working. You just hate that you have to go back to the adult world. You just hate that you have to go make money, that you have to go support bill, support your family or support your habits, whether good or bad. And you just hate the fact that you have to do the things that you need to do. And it's called adulting, you know, and it's super important to really just understand that having the mentality, the, the, the mentality shift from a negative to a positive can really shape the week for you. And I'm only speaking from experience, all right? I am not a life coach. I've said it before and I'll continue to say it for the rest of my life. I am not a life coach. I cannot tell you how to live your life. All I can tell you is what my life was like before, in the middle, and the way that it is now, you know? And all of it had to do with just changing my perspective. The way that I perceive things started to really dictate the course of my life. And when I made that shift in 2017 is when this all started. So it's been about two years in the making of just mindset growth, just consistently and um, consistently giving as much effort as I possibly could into changing the way that I thought about the things that were happening in my life, whether good, whether bad. But majority of it came down to, can I control it or not? 
you know, and really just taking things at face value, not reading too much into something and not reading too little into something. Just truly understanding that I can only live my life the best that I possibly can for me. And in turn, hopefully, that will affect others in a way that they will continue to live their life um, and have people aspire to be like them or aspire to live like them. And I want that same mental toughness and grittiness um, for everybody else. I want every single person to understand like it is a is a cutthroat, dog-eat-dog type of world. You know, Winners win, losers lose. And that's really it. And you need to understand that you can't continue to be a victim of circumstances. And I, and I continued to be that person for so long. For so long, I played the victim. Man, woe is me. Um, my family uh, disowned me. My, my friends aren't loyal to me. My girlfriends are, are thoughts and whores. And I'm a thought and I'm a whore. And I continue to do things stupid. And it's, it's my friend's fault that I decided to do, um, do drugs and drink. And, and it's, my, it's my friend's fault that I decided to do that stupid thing. And I regret this. And school sucks. And listen, it's just excuses. It's just continuously putting in it was excuse, it was consistently putting in my mind that I wasn't in control of my own life and I just allowed myself to go through the through the motions. And I had to to really distance myself from the people I hung out with, from the places that I hung out at, from the jobs that I worked and realize that I can do bad all by my damn self. All right? And I realized that my life went from 100 to zero real quick. And when I turned around, I realized that there was no friends behind me. There was no family behind me. There was no job. There was no support. There was nothing there. So the only person I was able to look back and reflect on was myself. And that I actually had been doing all these things to myself for so long. That I had been making so many choices from the beginning of time until the age that I was then. I believe I, had, I was just turning 25. And all those choices led up into that specific moment where my life changed for the worse and better simultaneously. It was the best and worst time in my life. And I couldn't be more grateful for it um, to have occurred the way that it occurred. And unfortunately, um, it required a lot of sacrifice. It required a lot of heartache. It required a lot of depression, loneliness, struggle, anxiety, um, and, 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 and hopelessness. You know, it, it, it required me to literally look and dive deep into myself, into understanding myself, into being more aware of who I was and who I was trying to be or lack thereof. And try to reshape that. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a car. I didn't have any money saved. I barely had a roof over my head. And I had no help. I had nothing to turn to. You know? And by the grace of God, not only did I live, but I was able to bounce back from that experience. I was able to bounce back from that experience. And I was able to make it so Make my life so much better 
with the help of my my beautiful, loving girlfriend at the time, well, still currently, but at the time she was there and able to to help me, guide me along, and, and deal with, with this uh, with this situation. Um, but ultimately, by the grace of God, that I that I was able to to be here today, and I didn't have anything, right, mind you. So the only thing I was able to do was give up the power that I thought that I had in my life and allow the universe or who I choose to call God or who your higher power would be to allow them to work their magic in my life. Be accepting of who I was, be accepting of the things that were happening in my life and, and, and finding opportunities within the, within the chaos, you know, finding a way to take an angle that most people wouldn't take. And my life literally turned around 180 degrees by the shift of a mindset. I was able to find a job. I was able to get my car back. I was able um, to, to restore my relationship with God. I was able to restore my relationship with my girlfriend. I was able to, to just get back on my feet. And things started to really turn around to the point where I was overwhelmed with so many blessings and so much, uh, so much grace that I, I would almost break down in tears because it was just like, wow, I literally thought that my life was over and I was able to make that, that, that huge shift, you know, and that's my goal. That's my goal. And it's always been my goal. And it starts with the first day of the week or the second, however you choose to look at it. But it starts with Monday. It starts with Monday. I know that maybe if you read the caption, you may have thought it's like, yeah, I'm totally anti-Monday, so on and so forth. I'm pro-Monday. I'm pro-Monday. I'm pro-positivity. I'm pro-optimism. I'm pro-realistic. I'm pro-anything it takes to get you uh, get uh, you to, to have some momentum in your life and to have you get to where you're trying to go. You know, I started a podcast with a friend of mine and unfortunately things didn't turn out the way that I wanted them to be. You know, I am the type of person that I need to continuously have momentum. I need to continuously be on this pursuit of never ending um, uh, blessings and never ending achievements and never ending successes. I always have to be on. I always have to have this fire. I always have to have this spark. Or I'll, re- I'll revert back to my old ways. I'll revert back to the way that, that I thought that life was because having fun is always fun, right? But there's always a time and place for everything. You don't get time back in your life. And I realized that real quick, real quick. And I don't think that you really truly understand what can happen today or tomorrow. And that's life and then death. You know, I was surrounded by so much death you know, at the time that things were going on in 2017, I was surrounded by so much death and so many things were going wrong to the point where I thought that maybe I was going to be next. That's how bad it got. And you just really, really, really have to understand that and contextualize that because if you were to be told by someone you trusted and they said to you, you will die tomorrow, how different 
you would approach that cup of coffee, how different you would approach that conversation, how different you would approach taking a shower, getting up out of bed, getting to go to bed, putting on your clothes. You start to move a little bit slower in life and you start to appreciate the present, the now, the today, not tomorrow, not yesterday. You start to appreciate the present. Now things will continuously go wrong till the end of time. How you choose to take those lessons are going to really define who you are and define who you're trying to be and define who you were called to be. And I really, really believe that because that's how I've gotten so strong mentally. It all started in the street. You know, that's how I develop my, my ambition to just never have to rely on somebody and have to do the things that I needed to do. But it always got me in trouble because I always felt like it was me against the world. I always felt like there was no need to ask for help. I felt like there was no need to tell people I'm vulnerable. I felt like there was no need to let my homies think that I'm soft. You know? And that's been the biggest struggle for me. But I got through that. I got through that. And I know that you can get through that. And I want to be that guide. I want to just give back. I want to be there for those that are broken. I want to be there for those that have no hope. I want to be there for those that are lonely, depressed, sad, anxious, because I've been there. I've been there. And I want everybody to continuously have so much hope that they, no matter if somebody that they cared about died, They would be strong enough mentally. You need to understand that's what it comes down to. How mentally tough are you going to be when shit really starts to hit the fan? So I have a question. All right. And I want you to really kind of dive into this for the rest of the week. All right. I'm going to start releasing these episodes on Mondays. All right. We're going to start this fuck Monday movement. All right. With a PH, by the way. Okay, we're going to start this fuck Monday movement. Hashtag team Monday. Okay, now the thing about it is what drives your emotions? Okay, I went on a 21 day fast prayer and fasting with my church and every single day I had a daily devotional that I had to read. It was a it was a it was a it was a a piece of scripture that we had to read. And then from it, it was just questions that we had to ask ourselves. And I want to, I encourage you to start asking yourselves these questions so that way you can also start to implement these things into your life. It's not about religion. It's not about religion. It's about a relationship between you and the universe, between you and God, between you and whomever. Because you need to have that spiritual guidance that you need to have it. Everyone needs to have it. Everyone longs for it, but does not know about it. All right. So the question is, what drives your emotions? You know, what drives your emotions? And when I really got down to the nitty and gritty of this, I realized that health drives my emotions. Being healthy other people being healthy, you know, making sure that they're living a lifestyle that they can not necessarily keep them away from death or sickness, but at least give, a, give themselves a good shot, all right? Health drives my emotions. Broken people drive my emotions. 
I've been so broken before to the point where I even committed, I, uh, I even contemplated suicide. I contemplated suicide because I was so broken and not even the point of like, I'm sad, I want to commit suicide, but to the point where I was like so numb that I even said to myself, you know, I think I'd be perfectly okay with dying today. And that was a scary time, you know? So broken people drive my emotions. I want to help those broken people. I want to be a beacon of hope for those broken people. The people that need help drives me because I'm compelled to be of service to others. My spirituality now compels me to be closer with my higher power in which I choose to call God because I don't care what anybody says, but God saved my life. God saved my life. And every time I replay the incident, I become more and more grateful. My stepfather, he passed away uh, due to health-related reasons. And I, and I just want people to get in the best shape of their lives. I want people to get in the best shape of their lives. What drives my actions used to be very, very selfish. Used to be very selfish. Now I am, I've, I've turned that direction to being more selfless. And anything that I feel is bettering others, I am called for I am called to do and that is my mission for you and that is my mission for others and I just want that to resonate with you from today until the end of the week find out what drives your emotions you know positive or negative if it's negative find alternatives to make those things positive if it's positive how can you improve on those things how can you actually implement them into other people's lives it's a different story when you have all the information to yourself, but how can you carry that information and give it to someone else to maybe help them? And you could start small. You could start with your wife. You could start with your girlfriend. You could start with your little sister. You could start with your older brother. doesn't matter. Things that you're passionate about, things that you know that have helped your life, I want you to pass that on to the next person. Because I've experienced the love of God. And I just want that deeper connection, not only with my father, but also with you and the people that are around you. You understand? I want, I want each and every one of the people that I come in contact with to get something out of the conversation that we have. No small talk, genuine talk. Listen, open up your heart, open up your mind, all right? Find out what drives their emotions. And maybe you could even give them some insight if they ask, if they ask, all right? Now, again, this is the first episode of Fuck Mondays, all right, PH, by the way, okay, and my mission is to make every single person around you, including yourself, just to be a better version of themselves. I want to thank you every single time for the opportunity to allow me to be the one to speak to you. My Instagram handle it's M-A-E-L-K-U-H-M. You can also find me on Twitter. I want each and every one of you who do listen to this podcast, and even if it's just one person, to reach out to me. And if there's anything that I can do, all right? If there's anything that I can do, I would love to be of service to you, all right? I am super excited about Mondays. I am 
always extremely, extremely pumped when I wake up in the morning. I even have a cup that says made for Mondays, and I got that from church. Because you know what? There's nothing better than a beautiful Monday. It just sets the, t- it just sets the tone for the week. It sets the tone for the week. I want each and every one of you also to go out there and get it. Turn to your neighbor and tell him you love him. Okay, or whoever's next to you, even if it's the person driving next to you, don't just look at them and yell at them and say, what the fuck are you doing? All right. When you get road rage, you can look over at them and tell them I love you and see how that pans out for you. Okay, I want to thank you for the opportunity, guys. That's first episode done. We're going to get back at it next week. Again, have a beautiful week. I love each and every one of you. Happy Monday. Peace.